Hey friends, this is your coach Shalina, host of the Real Talk and Real Estate Podcast, where we talk about you, life, and real estate. So grab a seat, get comfortable, and let the conversations begin. All right. So thank you so much, Tanisha, for joining me today. You are welcome. Yes, yes, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk and Real Estate. And we are focusing on the mindset and the entrepreneur. And uh, I have asked to join me today one of the most amazing people that I know, Tanisha Lusk with the Tanisha Lusk Realty Group. And she is here today to chat about the mindset and the entrepreneur uh, with us. So Tanisha, how are you today? I am. I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. It's Monday, day right. after Mother's Day, you know, rest, yes. rest it up. Um, I'm, I'm good. I'm good today. I'm good. Yes. I know your family spoiled you on Mother's Day as they should. Yes. <laughs> good, yes. Good. They better. Right. <laughs> so we're just going to dive straight in and um, talk about the mindset of a business owner, of someone who says, I want to start a business. So when you think about the mindset of a business owner, what, what comes to mind to you? What thoughts do you have? What, what emotions go through that when you hear that? So the first thing that came to mind when you um, asked that question is, when, when I made the decisions to start the business, mm-hmm no excuses. Um, that is the motto that I live by um, because it's a decision that individuals that we make. Um, and so you, yeah, you can't have, you can't have excuses. So no excuses. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. So when you say no excuses, let's talk a little bit about that because we, I, we know a lot of people who get into this business and they come with excuses. So when we say excuses, give them an example of something that you've heard from people who have come into this business and either A, they didn't last or B, they're still here making excuses, but no increase in their revenue. No excuses means the variables that you don't have control over. Mm, okay. So when you start a business, of course, you know, you're going to have your your reasons, like you're going to have things that are going to happen naturally, product, supply, mm-hmm. um, you know, the type of clients that you get or the demand of clients or the quantity of clients that you get to your business that you can't control, right? Mm-hmm. But you look at yourself and say, okay, what am I doing mm-hmm. that I, in correlation that will affect the business that maybe lean over into the areas that I have no control over. So an example is, okay, you get your real estate license and then you say, okay, some people say, okay, well, I don't have clients, Mm -hmm. right? I don't have buyers. I don't have sellers. Um, And they will use that as an excuse to not move forward. So then you say, okay, if if I don't have clients, if I don't have buyers or sellers, 
those are people and the people are variables that I can't control. So what am I doing in the areas to get in front of those people? What am I doing to network? What am I doing to lead in? What am I doing to let people know that I have this business open and right. to bring the, the clients and the customers my way? Yeah, that's good. And so you've been, how long have you been in business now? Oof. 10 years. Oh my goodness. So you like it don't have, seem like a long time, but that's a long right? time. That is a long time. You have been in the business through the highs and the lows. Yes. And before you got into the business, you had uh, another job. Now mm-hmm. with that, when, when we think about that transition, man, 10 years is a long time. When you first thought about leaving that job to come over into real estate, what mind shift had to happen? Because I I know there's a mind shift that has to take place. Otherwise, you'll still be thinking that corporate mindset. What to you is the mind shift that has to take place in order to avoid having the depression and the sadness that creeps in when people leave their jobs and start a business? The mindset was And I'm like laughing at myself on Mm -hmm. the outside and the inside when I say this. Mm -hmm. I was like, I literally thought starting a business was a luxury. Mm. Like I thought starting a business was going to all of a sudden give me the luxury of convenience, time, the luxury of money. Right. So when you think of luxury, you think of like, is going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Mm. Like when you think, you think when you go to a luxury restaurant, you, right. you get there, you're catered to, mm-hmm. you have this nice meal, five course, three course. But some of us won't go to a restaurant if we don't expect that type of thing to come out. Yes. So I had the luxury mindset, like, okay, I'm starting a business. So this, I'm going to have a luxury um, mindset of like, okay, this is going to be easy. Like I had luxury, I had luxury expectations. That's what it was. Mm, Okay. Okay. Luxury expectations to where, um, you know, you know, it's going to be hard, but you really don't understand the definition of how hard that is. Um, and so the mindset, um, changes that I had to incorporate was really first thing is I didn't change the mindset of like the hours, right? right? So it was like, okay, I didn't think that, oh, because I started my own business, I can work mm-hmm. when I want to work or you I didn't have to. like a business, not like, oh, I'll, I'll do business whenever I feel like it. Well, it was, it was kind of like, if I can get up and if I can go to somebody else's company mm. and work eight hours, yeah. eight to five, nine to five, seven right. to three, if I can do that, then what makes, what, what, what makes it to where I don't give my, I shouldn't give myself that yeah. deserving commitment to. Wow. Okay. So I still, I was still committed where I'm like, okay, if I can be committed to their job and their duties and their hours, right. then I can still be committed to my hours and what is desire of me to want to start this business. Now, when you do that, you do come across challenges, but for me to get through those challenges, that's where I literally have to tell my mindset, like there's no excuses because mm-hmm. the challenges are going to come. Like that's life, right. right? That's life. Like it's, 
like whether you start a business or not, or you work for corporate, you're going to have challenges that yeah. that's how we grow as people. That's part of life. Right. Now, how you look at that challenge to where another mindset change was, okay, I have the challenge that that is going to come, mm-hmm. but by me overcoming to ensure that I don't keep going right. through the same stuff again, right. <laughs> I had to tell myself, this is a life lesson. This mm. is not a regret because when you treat it as a regret, you're like, oh, well, it's going to keep happening. Or when it does right. happen again, you're like, oh, I'm being through. It's a regret, yeah. you know, like, you know, but when you treat it like a lesson, nobody wants to keep failing a test over and over yeah. and over and over. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Yep. <laughs> so, so think about like, okay, how much of your, so you're just hearing that not wanting to fail the test over and over and over again. We, I've, I've talked a lot about how, how we were raised and how we grow up affects our decisions as a business owner. So you said something very powerful. I don't want to fail the test over and over and over again. I'm, I'm going back to, okay, being in school when you fail a test and how, disappointment you, how disappointed you feel. When you start thinking about, okay, how was your childhood or your upbringing, how has that affected you being a successful business owner? Because I see a lot of people their past comes to haunt them as business owners and they either quit, they give up, or they have this mentality, which is totally opposite from what you're saying, where they're like, oh, the challenge is here. I'm just going to quit. How has your past played a role in that? So, I mean, I, I did grow up in a house where my my mom, you know, taught me you do it right the first time. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to keep doing something over and over and over, you do it right the first time. And if you can't do it right the first time, you learn how to do it mm-hmm. and then do it. Right. And then as you keep going, where for me, if we didn't do it right, we literally have to start all over. Mm. To where growing up, I looked at that as like, dang, I'm not like, like how I'm not going to get this right. Like I'm not yeah. perfect. Right. So I had to change my brain and say, okay, yes, I may be doing this over and over again, mm-hmm. but I'm practicing mm, like true. practicing. Like one thing I've learned on, as I get older and become more wiser, practicing, mm-hmm. don't create perfect mm-hmm. practice. Yep. It creates confidence yeah. and it's confidence to say, okay, I don't know how to do this. And that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. But I'm going to keep practicing because it's going to instill the confidence for me to keep wanting to do it, do it, do it all yeah. over again. Right, right. And, you know, we see a lot of agents who are afraid of that. They are afraid to do it. And they're afraid to do that practice because fear and judgment. So when you think about that fear and judgment that comes in, how do you avoid at, because you could have came in this business and been one of those people who just watch other people and say, oh, my gosh, I'll never be like them. How do you avoid that judgment and that fear to do something that a lot of people begin to internalize and it stops them from doing anything? How do you take that and turn it around to grow a business where you can have a referral-based business and protect your mental energy at the same time? So first and foremost, you come to the realization that you don't avoid nothing. Mm. You have to face it. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think I will say that's probably one of the downfalls is, you know, we get into starting a businesses and um, we try to avoid things. Mm-hmm. You can't avoid it. 
Right. If you avoid it, you're actually prolonging the success that your business can have because you're not going through the challenge. Like you have, you, you can't, <laughs> it's like when you start in a business, it's a brick wall. You don't know what's right. on the other side. Yeah, so people yeah. are like, okay, I'm going to avoid that brick wall. What are you going to do? Yeah. Turn around and go backwards? <laughs> like you can't <laughs> avoid it. Like it's there. You can't move it. Yeah. So you yeah. got to break through because there is no side. <laughs> the, the wall is a box and the, right. the, 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 the great thing is on the inside of that box. So it's like, mm-hmm. you can't avoid it. You face it head on mm-hmm. and you say, this is what it is, but I know I got to go through it for me to get to the greatness that's on the inside of that box yeah. where I don't have a choice. Like you, you, you don't, you, I mean, you have a choice, but I think if anything with no excuses and I didn't have a right. plan B. So it was like, I really didn't have any choices. It was like, okay, if if I left corporate to do this, mm-hmm. I think if anything, it would have been a failure for me to go back. Wow. So having a, having a plan B, was you going back? Was was me going back. And you you can't. You can't have a plan B when you know that this is something that is destined in you. Right. And you know that this is something that you're supposed to be doing you may not know why but you know like okay I'm supposed to be doing this where when a baby learns to walk they don't know that they're walking to learn how to run they don't know the why they're just like this is this is something that my brain is telling me I'm supposed to be doing and they just do Mm -hmm. it okay that's good that's good so the, in, in real estate, in our line of industry, there are a lot of people who jump in and they want to be real estate agents and then they get paralyzed by comparison. How have you been able to avoid that? Uh, I call it stagnation by comparison. People watch and they don't jump into action. How have you been able to protect your mind and your business from getting into that realm where you're standing by watching what other people are doing and comparing yourself to being able to focus and streamline to grow your business? So naturally as human beings, we're going to have that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because we're all people. And sometimes you may be raised as a crab in a bucket. Mm, wow. Okay. That's so good. you may be raised that you are the crab and you have other crabs around you and they're pulling you back in the bucket, which mm-hmm. means that what you see there is no difference. Like there, everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking the same talk. Mm-hmm. But you, so so you don't. So you, yes, you still have the comparison. But if anything, you ask yourself, why can't I do what they're doing? Yeah, right? How good. come I can't have what they have? They're no different than me. They may yeah. have. So one thing, one thing you'll learn is our destinations may be the same, but our journey of pathway may be different. So I knew early on Mm -hmm. my pathway is going to be different. Mm -hmm. I may want what somebody have, and I may ask myself, okay, how come I can't have what they have? Or Mm -hmm. I don't ask the how come, why I can't get what they have. Then when you ask that, you say, okay, they may have got it totally different from the way I'm going to get it, but that's okay. My pathway may be different. My pathway may be longer. It Mm. may be zigzag. It may be a hill. It may be at the bottom, but I'm still going to get there. And so when you tell yourself, I'm still going to get there, that comparison kind of calms you down. 
where it doesn't it doesn't steal your joy because they do say comparison steals joy yeah so it doesn't steal your joy if anything it should motivate you right right and that's where we find people instead of them being motivated it's used as a catalyst to to keep them bound by what they feel they can't do and it's that part where oh i can't do it the way that they do it which is why I'm glad you said that everybody's journey is different because you're not supposed to do it the way they did it. You're supposed to put your spin and your twist on it. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes you unique. And so on that topic, what is it that you think, because when you, when we all get into real estate, we don't know what we don't know. What do you think is the the catalyst that separates someone who is a go-getter, who just goes out there and does what they need to do versus the person who sits in that self-pity mode of woe is me, why can't my business grow? What do you think is is the difference between you and that person? Understanding and knowing- Mindset wise, yeah. Yeah, understanding and knowing who you are and stay true to that. Um, Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of people say in conversations where I'm just gonna, I'm gonna work on my weakness. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna work on that. No, work on your weakness, like it's gonna disappear. It's still gonna be there. (laughs) Like your weakness, <laughs> like it's still gonna be there. Like your weakness is your weakness because it's weak, right? Like right. you can't have too strong value. Like you can't have strengths and strengths. You gonna have strengths and weakness, right? Right. So that's where we have to understand and we have to learn that our weakness or our weakness. But then we need to focus on our strengths because when once right. we, once we focus on the things that are, it's like going to work out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Having a dude who is heavily built up but got yeah. little chicken legs. <laughs> Why do you think he built this part? Because it's gonna take him forever to build up my chicken legs. Like, like that's the that's that's all I'm doing is envisioning the guy built up top of the chicken legs. <laughs> oh, that is so hilarious, y'all. If you no, can envision that moment, I mean, it, it's 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 just that. Like that yeah. person may be going to get it because they like, hey, my weakness and my weakness. It is what it is. It's not going yeah. anywhere. I'm gonna live on my strengths. Mm. And one, I was listening to this podcast, and they said it's the same thing. You have good, evil. Yeah. You don't have good if there's no evil. Right. Right. Because and there's nothing to yeah. balance it. How do you know the difference if you don't have evil? Right. So it's right. just like the weakness. You 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 don't know how good your strengths are until you really know your weakness. Yeah. And when you know your weakness, you build on those strengths. And that just is what it is. So once you truly know who you are mm-hmm. as a person by knowing who you are, people think it's like this magical I don't know, like being like, right, right. Ooh, like, like, I'll know, I'll know when I, I know who I am when this yeah. happens. No, you know who you are when you know your strengths and weakness. Yeah. And you can stand in your weakness. So when right. people call you out, be like, yeah. Exactly. And you can true. leverage out that weakness. You don't have to stay with that weakness. If my weakness is, I don't know how to, you know, fill out a contract to help my buyer win an offer. Well, then hire someone who will fill in the contract for you with the terms that you give them. It's it's so, I think sometimes success is so simple that it scares people. They yeah. think it's got to be so much harder than what it is. And that gets in their mind and it starts plaguing their mind. And they think, well, if I have more money, then this will work. And that's not true because I've known people, I mean, we've known people who have had tons of money, great businesses, and unfortunately, 
they've either ended their lives or they've left the business or they're stuck in depression because they can't see the value in themselves. They focus too much on the weaknesses versus on let me build upon these strengths because these strengths are going to grow my business. Leverage out your weaknesses where you can. So I, I love that question. So a few more questions before we wrap up. What has been your greatest lesson in being a business owner? I have a, oh, I have a lot. One? Um, <laughs> well, give me, give me your top favorites, your top favorites. So my top favorites is don't confuse movement mm-hmm. with success. And I heard um, Denzel, yeah, Denzel Washington actually said this on a meeting, like on YouTube somewhere. Mm -hmm. And he said, the reason why you don't confuse movement with with success, because you can run fast standing in one place. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So a lot of people rocking chair, you sit in the rocking chair, you can go really fast in that rocking chair, but you ain't going nowhere. You're not going nowhere. (laughs) So if anything... Don't confuse movement where it's success. You have to ask yourself, am I growing? Mm-hmm. And that is my definition of success. It's not, it's not financials. It's not how much material things you can buy, how big your house is, what kind of car you drive. Are you growing? Can you turn around and look in the rearview mirror and say, am I better than what I was yesterday? Am I better mm-hmm. than what I was last year? Am I thinking differently? Right? Am I choosing to make this choosing to decide things more wisely? Um, Another thing is um, boundaries. Oh, so you know, we're talking about me to learn. (laughs) I'll say yes to everything. (laughs) You can, because what what we're taught if you say yes to something, you say no to something else. Um, so knowing the boundaries and a lot of times as business owners, we get confused Mm -hmm. by saying yes to certain things that we're never meant to say yes to. And that can be saying yes to a client that, you know, dang well, you weren't supposed to be helping or saying yes to a transaction or saying for example, saying yes to cold calling. Every time you do cold calling, oh. you n- nothing is coming from it, right? When you yeah. really should have been saying yes to something that is more of your strengths and more of your natural That's ability. And that may be example. door knocking or networking or different things like that. Um, the boundaries is being cautious of what you are allowing in your mind. Yeah. And being around conversations, if anything, when people say, you know, and that's not a secret, I think if anything, when I got into real estate, I had a lot more people against me than for me. Wow. Okay. Because they didn't understand. They're like, why you, why you leave a corporate job with paid Uh, vacation, retirement, full one K, why did you leave that to get in real estate and real estate ain't doing nothing. Well, okay, so so talk about that. How did you, because you could have listened to those voices and said, you know what, maybe they're right. Maybe I should just go back because, you know, after a year, this just ain't, you know, working for me. Let me go back. What stopped you or from listening? What, what had you turn off those voices and turn on the mode of a, this is what I'm going to do because this is what I was called to do. How did you turn those voices off without disconnecting from the people? Um... 
what I like what I heard them say like yeah like how did you, you avoid you those things stopping you from going back to corporate America because I first of all it's who I am naturally mm-hmm. you tell me no I don't hear that mm-hmm. um I don't I'll say maybe right like I hear right. a maybe or I hear a yes knowing yeah. dang well of the wall right there and I'm like whatever just <laughs> running just run through it right um if I mean I I guess you can say that and I'm I, I committed to myself I committed mm-hmm. to my decisions early on and I remember I was a junior year at high school mm-hmm. and I remember having a heated conversation with my dad and what I told him I believed it and it literally came out of nowhere, but I told him, God blessed me with this life. Mm. And it's this life that I'm responsible for. So everything you're telling me not to do, that's what you want for your life. I don't want that for my life. So allow me to do what I do as pleased as I want to do it because Mm. I'm responsible for this life. So I think if anything, when people tell me that I can't do something or not do it, I go back to that moment that I'm responsible for this life. God gave me this opportunity to breathe this air and to do what I want to and what I choose mm-hmm. to in this life that is given to me. Yeah, that is so good. That, wow, that is awesome. Speaking on that topic, what, what, how does God teach you something about yourself being an entrepreneur? Because we learn a lot about the people around us. How do you continuously learn about yourself being an entrepreneur? A constant confirmation that I'm constantly working through Mm -hmm. is I can't save anybody and Mm -hmm. I can't save everybody because that's what God is for. I had to learn that lesson the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) So, so it's, I mean, and that's, I mean, that's the thing, like when you are, when you decide to get in the service industry, I'm not going to say business owner because business owner has its different fields. But when you when you make a decision to get into the service industry of real estate, because we're serving others to help accomplish their goals or wanting to be a homeowner or wanting to sell or whatever it may be, we tend to want to help everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I constantly work through because I do want to help everybody. Right. But God constantly tell me, Tanisha, move out the way. Mm, like it ain't wow. for you to help them that's what I'm here for yeah say what you need to say if they don't get it move because oh, I'm gonna right. work with them I'm gonna work on them I'm gonna help them get there that so is that right. is a constant battle that I'm dealing with mm-hmm. that's not even a battle that's a constant life reflection yeah yeah that I am that I deal with on a constant basis mm-hmm. that I have to say like when, when uh, you know I, I have to move out the way and that is so good because sometimes we can block someone else's opportunity by trying to help them. And it's like, no, baby, your lights were meant to go off to teach you a lesson. And me coming to pay your electric bill is not going to help you learn that lesson. I got to back off. So sometimes it's really hard to not help people. And that's where I I know uh, a lot of times when I started, I wanted to help everybody. I wanted to save everyone. And then when I burnt out, it was like, well, you can't save everybody. You, you can't tell someone a vision for their life that they haven't bought into or they're not committed to do because then now you're fighting this battle that they didn't ask for. 
or yeah. a battle that God said, that's not yours. You move and let me do it. So I love that. So how do you prioritize your mental health and being a business owner or entrepreneur? Because you have a family, you have a amazing business, and then you have the side where sometimes things can fall apart. Things get messy. People work your nerve, clients work your nerve. How do you protect your mental health? I mean, I'm true to my boundaries. Like I, I, I know when I need a moment. Mm-hmm. I know when I need to step away. Um, I know that, and I've I've come to identify that where actually understanding the meaning of stress. A mm-hmm. lot of times, people confuse confuse um, emotions yeah. with the negative, right? So. There are situations that happens where it causes an emotion and people think it's stress. No, mm-hmm. what stress is when you try to control a situation that is not meant for you to control. Ooh, so good. when I get into a situation and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling some type of way. Why am I feeling like this? Is this a variable that I have control over? If I answer yes, I'm off. Like there's nothing I can do. I'm not going to stress over now. Now, will you have somewhat of emotion to it? Yes, because we always want a positive outcome. We always want things to work in good for others, Mm -hmm. but you, 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 you're not supposed to be stressing over it. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I can't control it. I did everything. Now I have to let everything work out the way it's supposed to work out and make sure the components are in the right place. Right. right. That's it. I don't take a step back and close my eyes and say, I'm not doing nothing. No, I say, yeah. okay, are, are the components in, in the position that regardless, every goal is how everything works out. Mm-hmm. Nobody's pointing the finger, right? It, it did right. what it was supposed to do. Right. There was nobody right. wrong. There was nobody fault. Nobody can point the finger. It naturally did what it was supposed to do. And that's good. And, and a lot of that too comes with, we try to control the how and the outcome. And sometimes you got to let, one thing I'm learning is if, if you just trust your process, your systems and God, you don't have to worry about the how. And a lot of times people sit and try to figure, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to make the buyers happy? How am I going to make the sellers happy? Their happiness is not my responsibility. My responsibility is doing what I said I was going to do, making sure they have everything that I needed to provide to them. Some people are just not going to be happy. It doesn't matter what you do. And I think, you know, I, I talked to one client and she said, I said, well, you know, why you, how have you been so stressed? Well, my client's unhappy. I said, well, what happened? Someone else. Well, that's the trigger right there. It wasn't you. So why are you internalizing something you can't control and you cannot control the outcome in every situation? Control what you can control and let the rest go. And I, I love that you mentioned that because I think that's a lot of where our stress comes from is Sometimes people don't want to post on social media because they're worried about what is the outcome going to be? Well, what are people going to say? What are they going to think? And I I tell people a lot, whether you believe it or not, people are going to judge you no matter what you do. The day you were born, you were born to be judged. So why am I worried? Yeah, people are going to have something. But they say, damn, if you do, damn, if you don't. That's it. They're going to say something. You you can't can't Mm -hmm. make everybody happy and you have to. I think if anything, us as individuals, individuals as human beings, we have to be intentional about what we do, why we do it. Once you're intentional and you understand that, 
it really, at that moment, it doesn't matter what people say or do because you know why you're doing it. It doesn't matter what they say, what they perceive. You'd be like, I already went through my own like issues with my decision. Exactly. What you say, it's not even exactly. gonna matter because once you do the internal work yeah, and yeah. you know how hard it is to do the internal work, yeah, what they say, it don't even matter no more. Exactly. Like it, it's, just, it's, it's like I'm honestly like I, I I'm using it as an example, but I don't I don't I haven't lived this example because I've always been critiqued. But right. it, it's just like somebody being a 260 pounds and they right. get to 200 pounds and mm-hmm. somebody makes a comment and say you ain't losing no weight you know mm-hmm. what they're gonna say mm-hmm. I don't give a care because right. I know how much work I put into losing 60 pounds that is so good yes oh my gosh that is so good people so we we judge people based on what we see and we never take the time to understand what have they gone through what is their story and that holds us back from sharing certain things with our clients or just people out there about us because we're afraid they're going to judge where we are now, but you don't know my story. So they're going to judge regardless, regardless yes. if they know your study, they're going to judge regardless. Once you yeah. have it in your head that society is a crowd in the bucket mm. and you sit back and you're like, wow, there's only a few number of people who are doing this on a certain level. Because they have climbed right. out yeah. that bucket and it took it took a lot of work to climb out that bucket. Yep. It took a lot of things and focus on the variables that we can control. And always right. remember, if y'all don't take anything from this conversation, the variable that you have control over is you. That's it. Only you. What That's are it. you putting in yourself? What are you doing to grow yourself, change your mindset? What are you doing before you start pointing the finger and say, I can't do this because this person said this, mm. or I can't do this because this person's going to think this way of me. Once you do the work, because doing the work eternally, like I said, is hard. It is a lot of, yeah. it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. But when you get out there and you be out there flexing, <laughs> looking good, and you be like, you know, the person said, oh, you think you that? Yeah, I sure do. Girl, listen, I was listening to the TD Jakes this morning and he said, if you don't have somebody saying, oh, you think you all of that, then you ain't growing. <laughs> so bring it on. I love it. That is so true. Oh, and you man. and you can look at them when they when they when like I said, when they're making that comment and they think in the comment is going to hurt them, but the comment is actually hurting them. Yeah. And it's Be like, yeah, I sure am. Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. They like, uh, that's not what exactly. I meant. You feeling the way you were supposed to feel because that I needed that to come back on you, Thank not you. on me. You're doing what God gifted you to do in order to help me get up and do what I needed to do. And that is so important. And I think that is why we don't see a lot of people in the top, top producer spotlight with you because their mindset stops. They hit a wall and they just say, oh, I just... I can't get past that. I passed the test and now I don't know what to do. I'm going to sit here in it. I have the tools and I have the resources. I know what a system is supposed to be, but I take the action and decision of doing nothing to impact it, or they'll do it for a day or two. And that's it. Like when you start something, you have to see it through the completion. Over and over and, and over see and what over. Works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Client events worked for me. Cold calling did it because I hated it. So I didn't want to do it, but yet not, I did it because someone said, this is the only way to get business. So I was trying to do things their way versus figuring out what worked for me. So that's really good. 
So before we go, what is your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Oh, I get like, I get to be me. Like (laughs) I get to, I get to genuinely be me Yeah. where, you know, if, if a client says like, hey, Tanisha, like, I don't understand this, I can explain it. But then what happens is I can put the decision on them. And do you trust me? Like, I can just, I can be, I don't know. I can be me. I can, I can be the driver that I. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, so when you were in corporate America. Who is that? Right. Who is that person? (laughs) Because sometimes in corporate America, we got to go in and be somebody that's a robot. So what does that mean to just be like, that caterpillar that has broken out and launched their butterfly wings. What does that mean to you? So I, so Tanisha, Tanisha is a independent thinker. Mm-hmm. She do not want to explain to anybody why she does what she does when she does it. Mm-hmm. That's the great thing about being a business owner. If yeah. I, my kids would say, Tanisha, mama, you've been in bed all day. Yep, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have no plans to get up. Now pass me that remote. Or, Hey mama, like you've been working like, mm-hmm. right, like, right. I think it's like you, you get to flow and come with a heart that is given to you from God. Yeah. So like I said, I have a heart of service. I've always been in the service industry. Mm-hmm. So my motto was when I got into real estate, when people used to ask me, why did you choose to get in real estate? Why did you leave a corporate yeah. job to do this? And I tell them, I believe in giving service, giving unlimited service with no repercussion. Because if you're in a service industry for corporate, you're limited. You're limited of what you can do because there's only so much that they want to be responsible for. And I believe in giving service to the people that that everybody desires unlimited service, right? Right. And that service changes based on the human being who you work with because we're all created different and we all demand a different types of service Mm -hmm. but I can go beyond as long as I'm not breaking I tell you I get to do what I want to do as long as I'm not breaking a law and I don't have to go there you go listen if you decide look this weekend I think I need to go on a retreat to the cabin in the woods you don't need to fill in a PTO request No, and it, it, it's the freedom. That's, I mean, when I say putting in the work, that's one thing I've learned about myself. I enjoy freedom, freedom yeah. of choices, freedom of financial finances, freedom of time, yeah. freedom of being able to move fluid however I want to, mm-hmm. and just not having to answer to anybody because I'm doing yeah. what's best for me and in return, what is best for the business. Mm-hmm. And in return, what's best for the family. So. And you're working your vision and not some CEO's vision that you don't get an input on, you don't get to alter, you don't get to change. This is Tanisha's vision. So it will be whatever she envisions it to be. So, well, I thank you so much for being here with me today. This has been absolutely amazing. And um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to where you're going to be five years from now, because then we're going to be celebrating 15 years. That is so awesome. So congratulations on an amazing business and a success track record that you are able to protect that mindset and the mental health. And guys, if you took nothing out of this, I want you to understand that you are in control of everything that you do. You might not control everything that happens to you, but you can control your response to it. And so in that moment, remember, I said, you can change what you think about. The moment that negative thought pops in, 
what are you going to replace it with? Or are you going to sit in that moment and dwell in the woe is me? So where there is opportunity, there is a moment to love yourself and that's where it begins. So thank you guys so much yeah. for joining us. Thank you to our guest, Tanisha Lust with the Tanisha Lust Realty Group. And I will see you guys next time. Awesome.